I'm your host, Annie Bowles, and this is News Du Jour. Hey, you guys, and welcome back to the News Du Jour, a calmer space to consume the news. Before we hop into the episode today, I wanted to remind you guys, like I mentioned a couple of days ago, I use Zencaster as my podcasting hosting platform. And if you're thinking about starting a podcast, you should consider using Zencaster too. Zencaster is a super easy platform to get started with. It will distribute your show to all the different podcast platforms out there and will help you monetize right in the same dashboard. Go to Zencaster.com forward slash pricing to use my code DUJOUR, that's D-U-J-O-U-R, and you'll get 30% off your first month of any Zencaster paid plan. I want you to have the same easy experience I do for all my podcasting and content needs. It's time to share your story. So you guys, I don't know if you noticed by now, but you have a special bonus episode in your feed that is a recap of the Republican debates as well as Trump's conversation with Tucker Carlson. They were very different in tone and it was really fascinating that they took place at the same time. Honestly, this is an unprecedented situation. I know that word when it comes to Trump is just the definition of Trump, maybe, but no other presidential candidate has ever done something like that. So it was definitely an interesting thing to behold. And I broke it all down for you guys in that bonus episode. Now, I do have to warn you, the bonus episode is more rambly than usual because when I break down the debates, I really just go bullet point style and take note of any quotes that I think are important for you guys. So it's much more conversational. I hope you guys enjoy it. Anyway, today at the time that I'm recording this, Trump has yet to turn himself in in Fulton County, but that is set to be happening today. And I've just been hitting refresh, refresh. I have no idea what time he's arriving. I'm not sure anybody knows. But what we do know is that all of his other co-defendants had a mugshot released. And I know this was like a big deal in Manhattan, a big deal in Florida, and we never got a mugshot. But we may get a mugshot this time around. And I have no doubt that if that were to happen, Trump and his marketing machine will definitely use this as part of his campaign um, because he's obviously been profiting greatly off of these indictments. And so I'm sure if a mugshot comes out, we will be seeing it everywhere. And it is definitely going to be one for the history books. Also, something I want to note for you guys about Trump turning himself in is that Fulton County is not a nice jail. This is something that's being talked about a lot on all the bigger news networks. It is a notorious jail. Actually, it is very smelly. The inmates don't get any time outdoors. It is not a nice place to be. One attorney even told NPR that he has nightmares about going there. So long story short, it is 
a very notorious place and all of these very high profile people, Rudy Giuliani, Sidney Powell, they've all reported to this stinky jail in Georgia in the heat. And this is, again, something that we are witnessing that is going to go down in the history books. So we'll definitely keep you guys posted on anything that goes down with Trump turning himself in in Georgia. In related news, the House Judiciary has launched an investigation into Fonnie T. Willis. So a Republican-led committee has now opened an investigation into the Fulton County DA, Fonnie T. Willis, the woman bringing the charges against Trump in Georgia. Now, this is not entirely unexpected, as they did the same thing to Alvin Bragg when he brought charges against Trump in Manhattan. Alvin foresaw this type of interference, and I have to think that Fonnie did too. They even asked Fonnie similar questions to the ones that they asked Alvin, things like whether or not they received federal funds to investigate Trump, etc. Their questions seemed to imply that she was working with Jack Smith or other federal agencies to bring these charges at an inopportune time for Trump, which is something that people seem to believe is true whether or not there's any basis for it. There is also a state-level investigation that was just launched, again, looking into Fani. With investigations like the one of Alvin Bragg, I anticipate not much will come of this, as it is largely retaliatory, and there's just not a lot of basis for it. But we will definitely keep you guys posted as these investigations progress, and especially if they turn up anything of substance. We will keep you posted. One more tidbit on the subject, though. Fonnie T. Willis initially proposed a March 4th date for the Georgia trial, and experts pretty much scoffed at it because they felt it was way too soon. But then one of Trump's co-defendants was asking for a speedy trial, and I don't exactly, I don't know the full reasoning for that, but one of the co-defendants was asking that the trial basically move faster. And so now she's proposing an October date, which is just bonkers. I don't even know. Like, this is just bananas at this point. And now legal experts are like, okay, you crazy, Fani, you crazy. So who knows when the trial date will be set for. I am definitely anticipate, hotly anticipating that now. And I think if it does end up happening in October, that will just further the idea that Fonnie had all her ducks in a row when she brought these charges because she's ready to go to trial like now she's ready. She's ready to roll. And so, like I said in yesterday's episode, I think the reason it took her so long to bring these charges is because she wanted to have every scrap of evidence that existed and have all her ducks in a row. So for our next story, more info has come out on the death of Prigozhin. So a bit more info has come to light following the presumed death of Wagner Group leader Prigozhin. First and foremost, it seems that an explosion is what caused the plane to crash. We still don't know the exact nature or origin of this explosion, but it would seem pretty different to a malfunction of some sort or something like that and probably more sus. Video footage was also captured by a random civilian, and long story short, it depicts a plane almost falling straight downward from the sky. It was absolutely terrifying to watch. 
Putin also spoke out for the first time since the crash. He did not confirm that Prigozhin was dead, but he did speak of him in the past tense, saying that he had, quote, made some mistakes in his life, end quote. Oof, shivers down my spine. And for our last story of the week, I thought we would end off on a pop culture note, Scooter Braun's crumbling empire. So Scooter Braun was once sitting pretty for the Swifties, almost as pretty as his wife looked riding in his Benz. But that's neither here nor there. He has signed some of the most major U.S. pop stars. Taylor Swift, Justin Bieber, Ariana Grande, Black Eyed Peas, Carly Rae Jepsen, and more. These sort of teen pop sensations. But after a long-standing beef with Taylor, prompting her to re-record all of her albums, then his wife leaving him, all at once it seems that his core stars are also abandoning Scooter. Justin Bieber, Ariana Grande, and Demi Lovato all seem to be dropping Scooter right now, all around the same time. Some sources seem to suggest that Scooter is simply moving into a new role, you know, focusing more on a separate company with Korean pop stars. But given his messy history, allegations of abuse and contentious divorce and Taylor Swift alleging white collar crimes in her new album, there could be a number of things going on here. Demi Lovato confirmed the split, but she said it was amicable. Justin Bieber quietly moved away from Braun after not speaking to him for months. Ariana Grande said it was just, quote, time to try something new, end quote. But this all obviously smells completely fishy to me. Of course, there's a chance that they all just happen to simultaneously leave for different reasons. But let's be real. When you sleep with dogs, you get fleas, and this man is messy, and these pop stars likely have a collective reason for cutting ties with Scooter all at the same time. What that reason is, I have no idea, and I hope we will find out with time, and we'll definitely keep you guys posted. And that, for this week, is the news du jour. As revenge seems to be the theme of the day... I'm going to leave you guys with the quote, karma's on your scent like a bounty hunter. Karma's going to track you down step by step from town to town. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe on whatever podcast platform you use to listen. A rate and review or shout out on social media would mean the world to us and help us be able to keep creating the news du jour. But the best way to support all of our work is to become a patron at www.patreon.com forward slash sugar-free media. You can also follow us on social media under sugarfreemedia.co on Instagram and just sugarfree media, all one word on TikTok. Any little noises you may hear in the background are my rescue pup. He has a little separation anxiety and always records with me. We appreciate you listening and look forward to telling you about the news again next time on News Du Jour. Broadcasting from Oklahoma. Oklahoma.